Boom. Hey team. So this protector nation podcast is going to be something a little special, a little different, like how I like to do. But what we did, we took the tactical protection review series and we put it together. We took the best episodes from my tactical protection review series and we made one big episode. So essentially what you're going to get is an episode about all of the soft skills and even some hard skills of what it really takes to stay, stay safe in real life violent encounters. Well done, well done. Okay. Boom! What's up, you guys? Byron Rogers, Tactical Protection Review, Learn Protection Strategies from a Protection Professional. Now, let's take a look at this situation. This young lady did an amazing job. What can we learn from this, right? Right now, she is getting into her vehicle. She is moving from one safe space into another safe space. What do we know about vehicles? When they're not moving, they are coffins. So until your vehicle's moving, you're not safe. I just wanna take a second and point out her situational awareness here. You see her eyes, they're oriented up and out. She's maintaining visual mastery of her environment. A lot of people will be looking down at what they're doing, their head would be down, but this young lady is aware. And I, I I would venture to say maybe this is like Israel or Brazil or something. She looks like she's actually trained. She's aware, she looks down at her keys, She's looking around still, right? She's looking behind her. I love that. She knows she's in a transitional space. She is, I mean, one of the hugest target indicators when you go to another country or when you're moving around in an environment is looking for bars. If you're seeing bars on windows and bars on garages, that's a huge indicator in your environment that, hey, maybe I'm in a place where uh, there's danger. Maybe I'm in a place where just organic to this situation, uh, this environment, things happen. Uh, people break in, people try to get in for various reasons. So if you're ever somewhere and you start seeing bars on things, you're in a hood, you're in another country, that's a huge indicator that, hey, I need to be like upping my game to make sure I'm paying attention to what goes on in this environment because people are spending money to put structures in place to keep themselves safe, right? She's standing here and she recognizes a threat. She assesses that threat. She pulls her weapon and she gets to work. Now this guy comes almost kind of like out of nowhere, but she's out of nowhere with regards to the camera angle, but she's already seen him. So a van drives by and this guy does almost a rolling dismount. So they're coming by in this van. She sees the van, the van slows to a stop. That's her first indicator. Now we're talking about staying left of bang. Remember the action is cool, but you want to be ahead of the curve. So psychologically, she's already been prepping herself. You can see her. She's looking around as she's doing what she's doing. She's aware of her environment. She knows that there may be danger in the environment. So she's already doing great with situational awareness. She sees this vehicle come up. It slows down. Someone comes out. She's already ready. Imagine how much more behind the power curve she would be if she wasn't paying attention. Situational awareness at its best. This individual gets out, gets ready to engage her, and she starts moving behind her vehicle and drawing. 
we see a one-handed draw stroke and we and a one and she's shooting strong hand and engaging the suspect with one hand this is something we see a lot in real world action videos real world gunfights because uh it's almost like your reflex so it's something that a lot of guys don't really train much at the range you need to train this at the range because it's very often the way that we see a lot of gunfights take place now what's beautiful about this is her attacker is sitting out here in the open he has got zero tactical advantage now he's off his feet he's losing this fight she's already plugged him a few times she is using her cover she's moving behind the vehicle and the other beautiful thing that i love that she does here learn how to utilize the ultimate equalizer she lives to fight another day we hope looks like this is where this one ends but it looks like she did really really good so ladies gentlemen learn how to use those equalizers be willing capable and prepared to protect yourself this is byron rogers protected by nature and by train train with us at the protector symposium go to protectorsymposium.com so we can work together and i'll see you on the next piece of content out boom ladies and gentlemen i'm so excited it is officially time for the Protector Symposium 6.0 Apocalypse coming at you. This Protector Symposium is different than any other symposiums I've put together because this one is geared towards and designed to help you not only with the skills that you may need to survive a one-on-one -on -one or force-on-force -force encounter, but it's also designed to give you the principles and tactics and strategies that you're going to need to protect your family in the face of a number of different uh, catastrophes that we are facing. We have an amazing lineup this year, which is designed to deliver that value to you. Thomas Coyne Survival School, one of the top survival schools in the world, uh, employed by a number of top agencies. We've got John Burke coming in, who's one of the Gracie Jiu-Jitsu family's first black belts, U.S. black belts uh, in the game. He's been doing what he's been doing for many decades and teaching some of the top agencies. We've got Ed Calderon teaching something that is special. I don't know if you can get this course anywhere else, uh, to be completely honest with you, he's gonna be teaching urban disruption. So what happens if you're occupied by a larger force? What if we are invaded? Or what if it's just that, you know, the grid goes down, uh, the collapse of the dollar takes place, the protective driving package by none other than the infamous Rick Sweeney, who's the best executive protection instructor I've personally ever sat under. He conducts operations in high-risk areas. So Rick specializes in high-risk executive protection operations overseas in environments that are non-permissive and um, places like that. And one of the primary tools you have to know how to use is a vehicle, right? Next up, we've got the infamous Craig Douglas, a personal favorite SME to work with. Uh, he's a gentleman, he's a scholar. He has been teaching agencies one-man CQB. And one-man CQB is something we touch on multiple times because it's the hardest type of CQB. Last but not least, we've got <laughs> someone I've been wanting to work with for years, the infamous Clint Emerson, right? 100 Deadly Skills, man. Amongst many other seminal works in the protection industry. So it is time for the Protector Symposium 6.0. I am so excited to bring this to you. The theme is apocalypse as we face a number of different catastrophes in the world. And I look forward to making this one another amazing symposium with you guys. So until then, I look forward to shaking hands with you guys. I look forward to training with all you guys and having another amazing event. This is Byron Rogers, protected by nature and by trade, reminding you to be peaceful, but not harmless. Out. Watch a kidnapping in progress. Byron Rogers, tactical protection review.
learn protection strategies from a protection professional to then they've already cased this victim they are moving in on the victim and my man's grabbing the shopping cart here to see how close he can get to the victim without the victim responding or reacting maybe he is interacting with the victim trying to distract her obviously gain goodwill the other guy hops in the car while she's distracted right now she's being probably assaulted and given commands my man in the white hat is the lookout dude uh the other guy is dealing with her in the car getting her in position uh, to make it easier for this guy in the white hat to deal with her so apparently she wasn't where she needed to be in the car um things haven't been figured out yet Notice how calm these guys are. You know, they've done this before. I would assume they'll be making an assumption, but it looks like they are really calm. They've done this before. Looks like he got her into the backseat one way or another. White hat guy gets in the car, and this is the part that breaks my, it just kills me every time I see this. Uh, that car starts moving, and, um, they drive off with this lady in the car. I don't know what happens after this. I don't know what happened, but I do know that you do not want your chances of surviving an encounter like this go way down after you've gotten taken from your initial location. Your chances plummet again when you get to whatever location they are taking you to. So my two cents, if I was gonna tell you what to do in this type of situation, fight to the death in the parking lot. Fight to the death the second you realize something is not right and is taking place. Boom, this is Byron Rogers, Tactical Protection Review, Learn Protection Strategies from a Protection Professional. Okay, so let's take it back to the beginning. Two guys, one conveniently wearing a mask because that really helps criminals. This whole mask thing has really been good for criminals. Uh, this nice lady is about to get kidnapped. Um, I'm not sure if she's the target or her vehicle's the target. You know, wishful thinking makes me want to think that. But these guys are rolling up on her, right? Now notice, we're talking about tactical positioning here as always. You've got one guy on this side. You've got one guy on this side. You are messing around with your car. Uh, instantly, the hairs on the back of your neck should stand up when you see them walking. When you see my man in the, in the white hat start to take an arc in order to get around you, and then they both walk these lanes simultaneously pacing each other in unison. The fact that they're moving in unison uh, on either side of you lets you know that they're in train with each other. They are uh, working on the same team. That's your one target indicator that you are being surrounded right now. And you have to have the situational awareness to realize what is going on. You never want to end up in an L-shaped ambush. Uh, that's a very, very weak position uh, to be in. So, you know, that rolling risk assessment right now, your risk is going up. You've got two males that are probably more physically capable than you in the environment alone. That's a point. Then you've got two of them positioning on you at the same time positioning on you. But it's very obvious that this young woman 
didn't even see, didn't even, this very obvious that this young woman is looking down into her car, zero situational awareness, doesn't see this guy just a few feet away from her, either of them really within 20 feet of her. Uh, and she's just focusing on doing what she's doing. Why? Because for a very good reason, experiential information is the best teacher. She's probably never had anything like this happen to her in her entire life. She probably had big brothers and dads and people tell her, make sure you pay attention when you're in the parking lot. You know, if she's watched my videos, the parking lots are transitional spaces. Transitional spaces are where everything bad happens. It's a place where you're going from one safe location, right, the store, one safe location here to your car, which is supposed to be another safe location once you get it moving, right? She's in a transitional space. This is where it goes down. 90% of the videos I ever post are gonna be in transitional spaces. But you know what she probably did? She probably was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever, dad, whatever, whatever, whatever. Why? Because she hadn't experienced it. We all have teenagers trying to tell them stuff they haven't experienced. They don't take, they don't value it. They think it'll never happen to them, right? 99.999% of the public has this mindset. This is what we're trying to fight against. Show them this video, help them wake up before something like this has to wake them up because civilians make great targets. Honestly, they do. So check it out. These guys are sitting here and this guy, uh, the striped shirt, stripe, my striped shirt guy does a good enough job to distract her, a good enough job distracting her that this other aggressor is able to actually get inside of her vehicle without her get behind her vehicle without her paying attention and ultimately he's able to actually get inside of her vehicle as she gets into the vehicle at this point i imagine he grabbed her and has, has kept her in the vehicle somehow some way and our other guy eventually hops in behind him and they drive off with the vehicle and with her inside. This is absolutely mortifying, but you've got to pay attention to the things that you can learn from this situation in order to make sure that you or no one you love ever gets victimized like this, right? Tactical positioning, right? Where are these guys at in this situation? You, you have to start picking up on these things. Your situational awareness must be key. You need to be in a position where you have visual mastery of your environment. She does have that position, but she doesn't have the software running to keep her safe. Rolling risk assessment. Is she assessing risk as these two men close in on her? No, she completely has no idea what's going on. That's how this guy was able to get in the car. Understanding first and foremost that you're in a transitional space. I'm going to enter the parking lot. I need to pay attention. There are probably, there can be predators in this environment and I need to pay attention. I'm about to hit the door. Every time you go into a transitional space, pay attention, have your eyes up. Don't be staring at your cell phone, right? That makes you a fantastic target and that's what we're working against here. So pay attention to those things, transitional spaces, tactical positioning, situational awareness, and then the final thing and being willing, capable, and prepared. Do you have anything within arm's reach inside of your vehicle to help you defend yourself if someone does manage to attack you inside of a vehicle. Love this video. This is what you do in the event of a vehicle ambush, 100%. Boom, they get out, they begin the ambush, guns are drawn. Seems to be nowhere to go unless you know what you're doing, right? There are levels to this game, 100%. Boom, 
and you are out and you are free and you, your family, your principals, your clients survived. Boom, what's up guys? Byron Rogers, Tactical Protection Review, Learn Protection Strategies from a Protection Professional. Um, this video is epic, right? I love that it finally shows people what to do if you are in a vehicle ambush, what can we learn from this situation? How can we educate the public so and professionals so you know what to do if you're ever faced with a vehicle ambush like this? Um, definitely something we have to worry about as Americans overseas. So take this video, send it to your friends and family uh, so they have some software in their brain box uh, in case they're ever faced with something like this. And obviously you guys know what the trajectory of an event like this, how it can end, right? So. You're driving, what's the first thing I always talk about? Context, 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 tactical positioning, rolling risk assessment. So rolling risk assessment and context. I'm sitting here, I am now on this one lane bridge. The second this video began, the second it started, I'm just sitting here going, eh, great place to set up an ambush. This is what we call a choke point. This is a point in your route that you must go and there is really no way, there's no way to escape. So uh, in executive protection, when we're looking at route selection, we wanna avoid these as much as possible because this is where you get set up. There's one way in, one way out. You will be choked into a point. That's where the attack's gonna happen. And so the second you roll into an event, like in an environment like this, um, you've gotta know this is where the attack may happen. So that rolling risk assessment, you understand that your risk is increased, the risk that you're in because of your actions and the context in the environment. And if you have any threat that you're dealing with in terms of different parties, people, places, you're in an environment where you're hunted because you're an American, you're, the threat is increased. Now you know that your risk, overall risk is increased, right? So your actions, the context, threat levels, boom, that means overall risk is increased. So context, obviously you're going into a place, you look at more risk, and now you're like, okay, if you have to do it, you do it based on uh, an assessment of whether it's worth it or not to get the desired outcome, and you're rolling into this environment. The second you see a car in front of you, okay, you are paying attention to that car, and you are now planning beyond that car. You are looking through the entire equation. Okay, what options do I have to get through an event if this vehicle decides to stop flip itself sideways and try to uh, stop me and attack me on this bridge. Is there anyone behind me? Can I reverse out of this situation? These are the things that are going through your mind. What's this thing on the right side of the road? Static right is what we would call. Um, that's a good time to either slow down, make an assessment, swerve to the far side of the road if you need to. In case that is an IED, we continue rolling and our IEDs using your area of operation in the country you're in. Da, 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 da. These are good things to understand before you go into that country if we're in an executive protection format. If we're in a personal protector format, like a, a father trying to keep their family safe, this stuff can be done pre uh, your vacation, right? So you can contact your embassy and look at different crime statistics and trends in your environment to make sure that you can recognize things that may be precursors to an attack. So you can stay left of bang. Timeline, ambush, left of bang. That's where you wanna stay. I didn't come up with it. Uh, whole Marine Corps hunter killer program stuff for you at home. Enjoy, right? So you're rolling into this into this situation. You see them stop and open the doors. For me personally, at that moment, 
because I have training and software and background in this, the second they begin to open those doors, you need to make an assessment as to whether or not they are combatants or they are asking you for help. They are running towards you and raising weapons, boom, you go into action. The sooner you can make that assessment and get into action, the better, the more well acquainted you are with violence, the sooner you will make that, that uh, assessment and take that action because you won't have the same cognitive dissonance that people have. Why is this happening to me? I can't believe this is happening. This is, there's no way this is happening. Oh my gosh, 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 right? Seconds are passing, your life, your survivability is degrading, right? So the second someone who's, who, who is another combatant, who is another predator sees that, boom, you get into action and you get things moving, right? Your life depends on what you do right now in seconds, boom. So you see them get out, military age males get out of the vehicle and you see this guy's got something in his hand, you hit the gas. You are looking for the best path around that vehicle. Love what this guy did, boom. Hit that vehicle, push it off of the road. Consideration, you would, uh, in a lot of these countries, they, you know, uh, smaller vehicles are easier to rent. It always does you good to have a bigger, stronger vehicle. Uh, one of the criticisms that and, and, and equations that we're trying to solve in the EP world is that most, a lot of uh, more recent vehicles have safety features. Uh, modern vehicles have safety features that will cause the vehicle to cut off if the bumper is bumped. The computer will shut down in order to make sure there's not a vehicle fire, da, 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 da. Safety features that can get us all killed, right? I hate electric doors, things like this. So anyways, uh, but the reality still is there are so many vehicles overseas and in more high threat environments where you, where you will be working um, that will still allow you to ram a vehicle and get it out of the way. There's also another way that you can ram that vehicle and hack that computer. I've got more on that to come. Anyways, so this individual gets into a slow push of that vehicle, very important, and he starts to push that vehicle off the road. The main principle here is never stop moving. The second your vehicle stops moving, it becomes a coffin. So you must keep that vehicle in motion. If you have to run into things, run into people, it doesn't matter. You are fighting for your life and you are pushing that vehicle off the road and you are escaping and you are going straight to the nearest American embassy, consulate, whatever you can find, depending on your country, maybe the police station, uh, but it all depends. And these are, this is information you make assessments about before you find yourself in that situation. Hey, look, we've got so much in our library, the Protector Symposium Library. Go to protectorsymposium.com, learn stuff like this from the best, most elite instructors in the world. Um, and let's make the world a safer place by helping good people to become more dangerous. Train with us at this upcoming Protector Symposium. Um, train with me at my executive protection school. Let's do some things together. Links are gonna be attached to this video. I love you guys. Stay safe out there. Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade, out. I wanna show you guys this video real quick. We've got a convict going for an officer's weapon. Boom, grabs the weapon and the struggle ensues. Officer takes him down. They're on the ground. They are now in a ground fight. The convict has the firearm. The officer starts to roll, and fortunately for this gentleman, this is so nerve-wracking, the, the weapon just crossed him and he fired around. Okay, now he's got the officer at bay. He is a cripple, he's got both officers at bay, he's got a lethal weapon. 
And now, the individual surrenders. Boom, this is Byron Rogers, Tactical Protection Review. Real quick, what can we learn from this situation? These videos are designed to help protectors become more efficient and effective at what we, what we do every single day. I'm a professional protector and executive protection agent, right? So let's run through this real quick and let me just dispense what it is I really want you to get from this video. Take a look at this officer, okay? He is a professional protector, okay? He is up against someone who is in a wheelchair. So this is someone who's not that physically potent, all right? He's got glasses, looks like he's a little bit older. I don't hold that against him. Uh, he does a decent job here, loses balance. Why? Ladies and gentlemen, physical fitness is a tool. Physical fitness is a weapon. I don't say this to shame this officer. I say this to save lives of professional protectors like myself, like this police officer, and also of civilians who are out there who want to be able to bring to bear the one skill that stands between you being able to protect everyone you love. My first point is physical fitness is a tool. The second point is, let's just run through the ABCs of protection that I talk to you guys about all the time, right? Context, where are you right now? Like, what are you going to do? What should your uh, risk level be at in this situation? This officer is obviously sitting here. He's in a jail. He's armed for a reason. Context, you've got to be dialed up when you're looking at, I'm going to a party. I'm going to an event where there may be uh, lots of people I don't know. You've got to understand the context. Tactical positioning, okay? Boom, let's take a look at his tactical positioning right now. Where are you in, uh, um, in the world right now in relation to any credible threat? His head is down, his head is down. And this is our bad guy's workspace. These are where his hands are, right? So you do not want to put yourself in this type of position if you can help yourself, uh, if you can help it. And if you do, it needs to be very brief. And if there's another officer over here in the door, you wanna call somebody over so that they can observe what's going on over here. So tactical positioning. All right, I'm about to put myself in a vulnerable place. Is there someone that can cover me? Is there another way for me to execute this task that will make me less vulnerable, right? Rolling risk assessment. Uh, as you go into these situations, you've got to be assessing risk. What's the risk right now? I'm dealing with someone who very quite possibly is a convicted criminal of some type, right? So the risk is relatively high. I need to be dialed up in my awareness. People say situational awareness, situational awareness, situational awareness. That's not enough. You've got to learn how to deconstruct it so you can implement it effectively in your everyday life. So these are some of the ABCs of protection I talk about every single video to show you how they work. Now we get into weapon retention okay and understanding how to defend that firearm that's a whole entire class it's one of the reasons i carry appendix i doubt he had that option based on his uniform and uh probably the sops of the department but if you're a civilian protector or you can carry appendix my weapons systems are right here I'm, every man's used to protecting his balls right so everything is center line i can get to my stuff from both hands i can defend i have secondary tools that i can bring out bring to bear that can help me defend myself right and at a moment's notice boom right i've got a blade i can do different things and i can get that enemy off my weapon understanding the different locks and manipulations that you can do on someone's arm when they reach into that quadrant of your body these things are important and then finally okay we talk about different martial arts what's the best martial art what's the best martial art uh well i don't have a crystal ball okay every martial art has a vulnerability ground game 
it looks like he it could have really helped him if he had some ground game in this situation, right? But sometimes standing up, sometimes striking, sometimes locks, sometimes hitting someone with the earth is what you want to do, aka throws, all those different things. In my opinion, it is good to study all points when it comes to a martial art. Get really good at get really good at these things, right? Or take one and master it completely, right? Um, you know, some guys say you don't want to learn an art where all the power is on the ground. You know, that's part of my part of what I believe too, in some ways. But if you learn how to get, if you learn the art of ground fighting, you'll also be very hard to take down, and you'll know how to take someone else down. So there's a trade-off going on. So make sure when it comes to your hand-to-hand -hand stuff, you are formidable. That's the main thing, and that will also elevate your fitness. Do not overlook fitness. Do not think you'll just shoot the guy because in reality you probably won't because athleticism does matter to the protector. Come and train with us. Go to byronrogers.com. Come train with us at the League of Executive Protection Specialists if you are a professional protector or come train with us at Protector Nation. We've got a lot of different events. We've got online learning platforms. It's all about the soft skills that I'm teaching you guys here. You can learn from some of the best in the industry. Let's make the world a safer place by helping good people to become more dangerous. This is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade, reminding you to be peaceful, but not harmless. Boom, <laughs> oh, what's up guys? Byron Rogers, tactical protection review. This video has to do with something tragic, horrible, actually something that I think myself and a lot of people really fear when it comes to carrying a firearm. So what can we learn from this? Comes in, boom, grabs the guy's weapon right out of the holster, pushes him, and rolls out, right? This is something that I think is every gun owner or uh, uh, law-abiding citizen that carries a weapon's worst nightmare. What can we learn from this, okay? With regards to open carry especially, or even carrying, you know, back at the at the five o'clock, four o'clock, depending on however you wanna get down, carrying a weapon and uh, doing it in such a way that the public can see it. If you're printing, this also applies to you. So not printing is actually a really big deal. It's something that, that you need to work on if you wanna carry a weapon. Weapons are made to be in, as a, in the civilian format. So law enforcement officers can pull out a weapon to control a situation right civilians that's it's a really dicey thing it has to be the right situation you have to really be willing to use it so there's different applications generally weapons are made to be felt not seen keep that in mind so when you're walking around and you're an exposed carry open carry format whether you're in a uniform or not in a uniform there are some considerations you really want to have some retention on your uh, firearm. It's very difficult to have enough awareness to always be watching your firearm. You want to make sure that the people uh, around you are keeping you. You have an arm. You have something there to, 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 that gives you more awareness on your firearm so you don't get victimized, right? As a civilian, I really, really don't necessarily recommend that you open carry in, in, at all, but at least have some, some level of retention on that firearm so you won't get victimized by someone who's a little bit faster, a little bit smarter. So, so as you see at the beginning of the video, my man here, he's got his firearm, it's outlined in red. The reality of this situation is these guys, these predators that are coming into this environment, they've been hunting this guy. They've been watching this guy. They've been casing this guy. They're watching him from outside. They know when he's going to be sitting here, purchasing whatever it is he's purchasing. He's looking down. He's focusing on other things. His mental bandwidth is taxed. He is focused on another task and they know he's already looking around the corner here 
at what it is he wants. You can see his eyes. He's already he's already locked in to his target and they've been casing this guy so they know this is the dude we're gonna hit based on his appearance right based on his physical fitness this guy probably we're speculating knows that he can outrun this human so he's already already he's already a few steps ahead he's like i'm gonna grab this gun and i'm gonna burn this dude he's not gonna be able to catch me um He's coming in, he's doing some things to shuffling his clothes, making himself look normal, probably dealing with some nervous energy in his body for what it is he's about to do. He's executing this operation very close to the door. So there's no like game, you know, can you catch me going on inside the environment? So he doesn't have to deal with the store clerk, maybe locking the environment down somehow so he can't get out or complicating his escape. He's doing this close to the door, very intelligent. And he comes around and boom, grabs that weapon and uses one hand, almost as an accelerator, but that's another class, to push this guy off balance. This, this individual here has done things like this, pickpocketing and things like this before. Pushes this guy, throws him off balance and gets him disoriented. You ever been pushed from behind? You are disoriented momentarily. You're startled and disoriented. By the time this individual realizes what's happened to him, they do this a lot with pickpocketing, uh, our attacker is gone. There it is in slow motion. Boom. Grabs that weapon, pushes the guy. I assume he exits out of uh, another exit in the store that he was already familiar with. And your weapon has just been stolen from you. It can be used against you. Uh, you have to call the police. You got to report it. This whole thing that you have to go through because you're open carrying without any retention on your holster in a position that makes it easier to get a hold of your weapon. You know, there's a whole nother conversation about protecting your weapon back here versus protecting your weapon up here and things like that that we can get into. But I want to encourage you to go to Protector symposium.com train with us from the comfort of your own home and also during our live events when we learn from a number of elite trainers not just myself and if you enjoyed this video learn something from these videos hey turn on your notifications subscribe share them so good people can be willing capable and prepared to protect themselves that's how we'll make this world a safer place byron rogers protected by nature and by trade reminding you to be peaceful but not harmless out. Boom! We can't answer the door right now, but if you'd like to leave a message, you can do it now. So this video has been floating around the internet and I think the only real consideration is this. What belief system do you have that would protect you from that kid, guy, masked, wearing male um, and his rifle? What belief do you have that would protect you from that individual coming into your home? The next time you hear some politician who hires people like me who carry guns to protect them tell you that you and your family don't need an AR or a firearm to protect yourself or you shouldn't have the right to do so think about this this is happening in an apartment uh, complex in an area where me and you live where people like us live 
And what would you do if you're on the other side of that door, staring through your little Ring doorbell app, seeing that guy standing outside your front door? Where the only reason that um, this situation didn't get worse is because he didn't have either the motivation or tactical expertise to know you can kick in a door. <laughs> you know, door only civilians think they're safe on the inside of doors. You know, you can easily kick a mule, kick a door in. You can go and do whatever the heck you want if you have that much firepower. I think it's just time that people take it very seriously. You know, take personal protection very seriously because coming that close to catastrophe shouldn't have to happen to us before we wake up and realize that the world is beautiful and amazing in so many ways but it is also an environment where nothing's promised and at any given moment things can take a turn in a dark direction this isn't something we should live in fear about but it is something we should prepare for the same way we carry insurance the same way we try to save and invest our money the same way we do any of the mature, uh, prudent things we try to do as adults, it's time we think seriously and deliberately about the art of protection. What would you do if you looked at your out your ring doorbell and you saw that man standing there? Or woke up in the morning and checked the footage and saw, oh, I thought I heard the doorbell ring last night. What was that? And saw that guy out there. Or hey, Maybe it was during the day when you're at work and your women and children are home alone. And that's the guy you see on your app, on your phone, ringing your doorbell while you're not even there and your wife and kid are in the house. I'm not saying this to scare you, just prepare. Think about it. We need to teach people the art of protection and we need to prepare them. We need to empower them to protect, pause for effect, themselves. Personal protection is a God-given right. You need food, water, shelter, but then you need the ability to protect it. Protectors are the white blood cells in the body of humanity. Evil will dominate until a formidable, a formidable version of good in the form of a human being appears on the scene. If you don't know where to start, go to Protector Nation. It's our free membership platform to start getting this free education. Join me, follow me on YouTube to see over a hundred videos like this where I talk about what you could do to prepare and secure yourself and your family. Train with us, find your local trainer and start preparing the same way you would for anything. Get the preparation that you hope you'll never need, but have it so you can live and sleep in peace. The one thing I would suggest is in order to be ready, you should have your force multipliers, your weapons and places you can access them. You should have your medical equipment and weapons and places you can access them. You should have a plan. You should have a hard room chosen in your uh, home where your family knows they need to get their communication equipment via cell phone and lock themselves in, hard point themselves in. Do they know how to get out of the building if that's what's necessary? Are there ladders placed in places if it's a second story building where they can escape if needed? These are just things that take a little bit of forethought but will help you live and your family live a safer pattern of life, avoiding 90% of these types of catastrophes. So join me at protectornation.com Purchase our free online library and or come and train with us. But no matter what you do, 
Let's make the world a safer place by helping good people to become a little bit more dangerous. Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. Out. Boom, what's going on, you guys? Dude in a blue, blue shirt is at an ATM machine. We're all at ATM machines, but there's something different going on. I've been getting sent a lot of videos like this. Okay, so looks like the bad guys are looking at what he's doing. Looks like there's three of them that are connected that know each other. Boom, there's the distraction. Picking something up off the floor. I think it's his money and saying, hey, you dropped your money. And now someone's gotten into his ATM machine and they're gone. Um, boom, what's up you guys? Byron Rogers, tactical protection review, learn protection strategies from a protection professional. This is a few videos on ATM attacks. I've been seeing more and more videos getting sent to me on ATM attacks. What can we do to keep ourselves safe? Uh, the first thing is seriously, you're going to an environment context, right? I talk about context all the time. Where am I going? What am I doing? Uh, what's the associated risk factors with where I am and what I'm going to do? I'm going to an ATM machine. People are going to be able to visually see that I am pulling out cash. This is a moment in my life when I need to know that there's elevated risk. How do I keep myself safe relative to those elevated risks? Uh, go inside the bank, don't use the actual ATM machines. Um, pick times when there are more people around, bring someone with you, do it when you have someone in the car. There are a number of different ways you can start looking at this area of your life and making it more safe, right? Use, use, don't use cash, uh, use cash as little as you can, right? So what we see here is these guys are walking in. Now, um, so context, I'm going to an ATM machine, I need to be paying attention. Tactical positioning. You're in an ATM machine, someone opens that door. That door opens and closes. Every single time that door opens and closes, I'm looking to see who's walking in. I'm making a an assessment, right? The third pillar, rolling risk assessment. I'm making an assessment of them. I'm making sure they know that I'm making an assessment of them. No one is standing directly behind me while I'm at an ATM machine, and I'm not like letting them know that I know that they're there. My foot, where my feet are, the way I position my body. Um, I'm burning my, if you look at his eyes, uh, he's looking down quite a bit. I'm looking uh, at the mirrors that are generally placed right here so you can see what's going on behind you. Those are there for a reason. They're telling you it's a more a time and place of elevated risk, right? So use those mirrors behind you, use any glass around you to see what's going on. Uh, body positioning, kind of blading myself so that people can see that I'm paying attention to them while I'm getting money out. There's no way these guys should be able to straight up get down in there and like look at what you're doing uh, with your hands without you picking up on that behavior. A guy rolls up the ATM machine or whatever next to you. Uh, we're looking at that guy, right? Like we're making eye contact. Now, someone says they drop something. This is where they're starting to get the drop on you. If you look at the guy who walks in last, uh, I love this spin move, spin move spin move around <laughs> he wants to come across as if he's not doing anything he doesn't want you to be uncomfortable with his presence so he puts his back to our victim spin moves into position at the same time as the guy goes down to pick up the cash and these people walk out with what i believe was his cash and his pin number and will probably in some way maybe try to get a hold of him again let's look at a second situation i have with an ATM machine where they target an old lady. You've got to understand if you're in a demographic uh, where you might be an easier target, say you're less physically potent um, and have a less awareness just because 
the, the, the way that your mind and body is processing reality at this point, because you've been at it for a while, uh, you may be a demographic that will be targeted for something like this. So it's even more important for you to look at different systems to keep yourself safe, like go in the bank and don't even go to an ATM machine, but then know from the door of the bank to your vehicle, you could be targeted from the door of your of the bank to your next location, you could be followed and targeted, right? So these are some of the concerns. And like I always say, uh, living a safe life doesn't have everything to do with your physical capabilities and physical potency. It has a lot to do with the decisions you're making and the, the pattern of life that you're living, right? So make sure you share these videos so people who need them can get them. Um, so she's sitting here at an ATM machine. She's got her flower dress on. Uh, an individual is walk with a red beanie is walked up right behind her. Now look at where her eyes are. She's looking down. She's not paying attention, and he's looking right over her shoulder. Remember, I talked about context. Pay attention. You're going into an environment where you need to be paying attention. Tactical positioning. He is standing right behind her, up on her. You need to be able to feel that someone's there. You should have already turned around, made eye contact, and constantly be assessing your environment while you do what you need to do. Boom. He's got the he's got the pin number. He's looking over his shoulder. You see him back up. He's got the pin number and his buddy hands him the cash. He drops the cash, taps her. When she bends over to get the cash, boom. Uh, the other guy on her right reaches in, gets some stuff. He needs a few extra seconds. My man in the beanie continues distracting her while the third guy watches the door essentially. So what do we know about these attacks? They're happening in threes. If three individuals walk into an enclosed ATM space with you, pay attention. Looks like they're liking to do these in enclosed spaces because the other one I believe was in an enclosed space as well. Uh, you need to be paying attention. When you're going to ATM machines, you need to be paying attention. If someone taps you on the shoulder because uh, it looks like you dropped some money, you need to be paying attention. Do you fight? Do you just simply walk out of the room? That's completely up to you. Um, I would err nine times out of 10 on just walk out of the room, let them have whatever they need to have. Um, but these are ways, considerations for you to live a safer pattern of life. Uh, share this video so people who need more awareness on these things can get it. Let's make the world a safer place by helping good people to become more willing, capable, and prepared. And remember, be peaceful but not harmless. Byron out. A woman finding a strange man inside her home. When she confronts him, the man claims he owns the home and that shuts the door in her face. Marcia Davalos had her cell phone out and was rolling on it all. Get out of here. Get out of my house. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here right now. You better watch it with that. Oh, holy. Davalos quickly called 911, but take another look at what she noticed just inside the door. You see that big sword and the butcher knife the man had brought with him and placed on a table right by the front door. I just went to go open the front door with my key, and I opened it up and was shocked to find some guy like in the, in the living room, like watching TV with all this stuff all over the place. Heavily armed officers first sent a canine into the home. The dog couldn't find the man. Those officers then entered the home and found him in a bathroom taking a shower. They used a chemical spray to force the man outside. And as you see, he was wearing just a bath towel wrapped around his waist. He was boom, tactical protection review. Lady pulls up, sees this man inside of her home. You can see her arguing with the guy. If we roll this from the beginning, uh, one of the first things that I notice is down and to his left, our right, you see some weapons uh, right there by the door. Uh, this lady was moving through what we like to talk about as a transitional space. 
you got to remember that most attacks happen when you're going from one safe place to another. This is when you're most exposed. Going into your home is one of the most uh, exposed times when the predators know you're going to be exposed. And so this is when you need to be ready to deal with an attack. Once again, we say, you know, uh, people tend to think that protection has everything to do with the hard skills, your judy chop, your karate chop, your force multipliers, guns and knives and all that. But so much of it really has to do with the systems, superior systems that you can use to avoid these types of things from happening in the first place and or move around them um, in real time. Uh, you won't even know if you've been if you would have been in danger if you're moving through life and living a safer pattern of life by utilizing different systems and uh, soft skill tactics to move through life most efficiently. First and foremost, recognizing when you're on the seams or moving through a transitional space is huge. From your car to your home, that front door, that's a transitional space. You should be paying attention. When you roll up to your front door or your garage or whatever it is, uh, there still should be some awareness, right? You walk up to your door, look at the door jam, look at the whole entire frame around the door, see if anything's been tampered with, see if your lock before you put your key inside the door has been tampered with. Awareness on all these things can give you an edge. Beyond that, different systems. Hey, having a dog, great. One of the best protection strategies out there. Not so much because your dog might attack and fight someone. In fact, unless your dog's got professional training, bite training, security dog training, it's really not gonna probably do anything. It's been used to listening to humans and being afraid of humans its entire life. Uh, so what's the advantage of a dog? Dogs make noise. They let you know if and when someone's coming. Uh, in real time, they're very reactive. The small dogs actually let you know uh, any dog with really good ears is exactly what you want to have on your side. You roll up to your house and your dog's outside. That's your first target indicator that something might be going down, right? Uh, ring doorbells and different doorbell camera systems. They let you know if anyone's been tampering with moving through your door. Maybe he entered from the back. So have a nest system in your house. Have one of the in-house surveillance systems in the common areas of your house. And you'll know if someone's moving around inside your house before you even get home, an alarm system on your home. These are different systems that you can implement that would give you an edge so that by the time you get home, they're very effective cost. There are very effective and cost-effective ways for you to safeguard your nest, right? For you to safeguard your property. By the time she got home, she would have had video of this guy. She would have known someone broke in. The security company would have already called the cops. She'd have been able to just go to her, her aunt or her friend's house, hang out, call the cops herself, and wait for the situation to be dealt with. What you don't want to do is walk up to the front door, try to enter your apartment. Thank God he didn't hide inside of the apartment and then attempt to victimize her once she made entry. When you're moving into the place where you live, Paying attention to anything that's been tampered with uh, is a good way of life. Now, moving into that space, if you don't have a dog or a roommate or anything, uh, any camera systems or anything to alert you that someone may be in there, it isn't a bad strategy to take a look around, you know, to pay attention to your environment until you know that that environment is 100% safe. This goes out to all the people that live alone and especially the women that live alone. You're not 100% clear until you know that that home is absolutely empty. If you have a force multiplier, you should have it on your person until you've cleared that environment. Uh, this isn't about living in fear, it's about living smartly and setting your home up in a way that you would recognize if someone made entry before you is a good strategy that can help you live a safer pattern of life. Take this video and share it to anyone you know that's living by themselves, any women that you know that might need to pay attention to some of these tactics. But what I really want you to take away is 
start thinking about leveraging different systems, doorbell cameras, in-home cameras, uh, alarm systems, get a pet dog, different things like that, they can just simply make your life safer. And then we'll talk about the range and all the force multipliers and combatives when you come out and train with us. If you like these videos, if you love learning about protection stuff, uh, join us at protectornation.com. It's a free platform where you can join the protector community online and you can get all the stuff that I make uh, for free. And then also you can upgrade to our online library where you can learn from uh, two dozen of the best protectors in the game. This is Byron Rogers, protected by nature and by trade. I look forward to training with you guys, making the world a safer place by helping good people to become more willing, capable, prepared, and yes, more dangerous. What's up team real quick tactical protection review learn protection strategies from a protection professional right um we've got a female in her early 20s trying to work out late night at her 24-hour local gym dude comes up to the window trying to get in the gym she obliges she lets him in he comes in they begin to struggle um this is like the least advantageous situation for a female to be in but thank god this young woman who deserves our respect and adoration for being a fighter for being a warrior for not giving up um all those really valuable things for speaking up that's another one i can't speak to the situation that ladies are in after these types of situations take place i can speak to the reality of um i've heard one in four at least have been uh sexually assaulted but i mean almost every female i've known or know has been sexually assaulted and um, those numbers are only getting worse so i believe it's really important for women to really prioritize personal protection um this situation fortunately had a positive ending but you know i still want to see what we can learn from it uh and and see what discussion we can have that's going to help uh other women and help us all extract value from this situation right so as we look at what took place on this day you know and then like i was saying uh i also want to commend this female for coming forward and talking about what happened because too often these things don't get reported and you know because of shame and a number of different you know feelings about what coming forward may do or not do these types of attackers get a chance to get away with the unspeakable, the unthinkable, and things that they should definitely be experiencing uh, high levels of accountability for, right? Um, if the government's not gonna do it, you might have another man in your life that'll get it done, but that's not that's not what I'm here to talk about, right? Um, consult with your lawyer before doing anything. Anyway, so check it out. Homegirl is working out, she's by herself. She is an ideal target for a predator, right? Uh, you can guarantee that he's already cased to this place. He already kind of understands she's by herself. He's probably watched her on numerous occasions go in and out of this facility at this time. He probably planned this, thought this through. Uh, she's just now recognizing and realizing that he's there. All right, so in executive protection, something that we have to do is surveillance detection. Okay, so how do you stop a lot of these attacks from happening at a large scale uh, when you're fighting competent enemies? You've got to understand how to interrupt your enemy in his hostile planning cycle. So you've got to understand in order for an enemy generally to mount an attack, that's not just a, simply an 
opportunity-driven attack is not just opportunistic, is he's gotta survey you, he's gotta watch you, he's gotta understand you, he's gotta um, put steps in place that would help him have tactical advantages over you. And there's a whole cycle associated with that and that's a whole nother podcast, but essentially you've gotta understand that the people in your environment, just to make it just quick and understandable, in a five minute video, the people in your environment are learning things about you. What do you want them to learn about you? And are you making a mental note of who's who in the zoo around you, right? People just sit there when they do these videos or when they try to instruct civilians and they're like, situational awareness, situational, you need more situational awareness. But like, what does that mean, okay? One component, and I talk about my tenets of situational awareness, right? Context, tactical positioning, rolling risk assessment. These are ways to uh, work your situational awareness so that you uh, can relax and take shortcuts, right? So where are you going? I'm going to a gym late at night. Uh, so I already need to be in like a code yellowy orange kind of space, except especially moving through these transitional spaces from the door to the door of the gym, right? Door of the car, door of the gym, right? So context, gym, late at night, I'm already a little dialed up. Tactical positioning. Uh, where am I in this environment? If I'm moving from my car door to the gym door and it's nighttime and the context is not right, I'm paying attention and I'm looking because I'm in a transitional space where 80% of attacks happen, right? I get inside the gym, I'm not in a transitional space, I'm in a more secure, safer environment, I can relax a little bit, let me position myself where I'm looking at the door, where I can see who's getting ready to approach and then let me act as if, right? Context, we're back to context now, right? Someone comes to the door late at night and this is why I hammer on soft skills. This is why uh, we've developed a whole entire library, an online library where you can train with some of the best in the, in the world on a number of different protection tactics at protectornation.com, our free social media for protectors. You can start understanding the soft skills behind living a safer pattern of life, okay? If the soft skills are the things that help you 100% avoid a situation like this and or thwart a situation like this and or detour a situation like this and put yourself in a position where you don't even know this almost happened to you because you did so many of the right things, right? Guy came to the door, you didn't answer the door. Uh, you knew you were going into a dangerous environment, you maybe got a force multiplier with you. Uh, you maybe did some things to prepare yourself for that. You had somebody on speed dial, hey bro, I'm going to the gym. Um, I'll let you know when I'm home safe. Uh, you're up the street, okay, cool, thanks. I'll call you if something weird happens. You have things in place to live a safer pattern of life because you understand the soft skills of being a protector. Not taking anything away from homegirl who went through the situation, she did so many things right and she was awesome and much love and respect. There are some things though also that we can take a look at that'll help other females avoid situations like this. And the first one starts with, Paying attention to who's your, in your environment and who's watching you. If you're a female, it might be difficult because if you're attractive, everyone's watching you. But understand, you have an instinct. Read the book, The Gift of Fear. It will change your life and it will elevate your understanding of what voices to listen to as you go through your life. Read the book, When Violence is the Answer. These books will change the way you think and look at the world and you will navigate the world in a way that will um, help you live a safer pattern of life, right? So I'm big on the soft skills. You don't wanna find yourself in a position where this young lady found herself. It's very different, difficult. This assailant was not really all that aggressive. Like, 
he obviously he tried and she did awesome but like he didn't start pounding he didn't he was like a gentleman a little bit about it like he was very like uh whereas if you had one of the more aggressive types in there with the exact same um strength it could have been really really bad he wasn't really a violent human being you could see he was in this weird like you know she's like struggling with him it, you don't see her him start slamming and hammering on her that could have gone way different so i want to show you how to live a life that will help you avoid situations like this all together and i also want to give you an opportunity to take on ground training courses or find on ground training courses in your environment that teach you how to use force multipliers that can help you stay safe that can help you defend yourself right um, in close quarters and in life-threatening situations. Protection is an organic piece of uh, the female experience because you have one of the most important and most sought after natural resources known to mankind with you at any point in time, you just are. So um, not that you're a resource, but you do have the ability to do something that's really, really important, right? So living from that space and understanding your actual value um, and that you need to protect that value is extremely important. I got five sisters, they get this talk all the time. So as I wrap this up, final thoughts. Remember, context, right? Where are you in the environment? Where are you going in that environment? Tactical positioning, where am I in that environment? Do I have visual mastery over my environment? Uh, rolling risk assessment, what's my risk, right? Uh, someone rolls up to the door, context, it's late at night. Tactical positioning. Was I in a place where I could see people walk in and out, especially if I'm going to be underneath weights and things like that? Uh, rolling risk assessment. What's my risk factors right now? Uh, the last thing I want to make sure and mention in this video, because, you know, for the ladies, is I hear women kind of um, give people alibis, you know, like, uh, hey, there's some creepy dudes over there. Oh, no, they're just probably, uh, and you give them a reason. You give them an alibi. You act like you know someone's intention. You should never act like you know someone's intentions. It's not that everyone's guilty until proven innocent, it's just everyone's human and you don't know what they're capable of and you don't know their intentions. So there would have been nothing wrong if this girl would have just said, you know what, I don't know you, the gym is locked, if you don't have a key or whatever you need to get in here. Because even if he had a key, the risk in that environment still goes up the second that male, who is stronger than you, walks in that room. Even if he's a good dude, the risk still goes up because he's a human, right? So understanding how to protect yourself has so much to do with understanding how to read your environment effectively. And those people who can read their environment effectively will navigate life more safely because they'll have principles in place that will help them tease out um, the dangers of other human beings in their environments, naturally and organically. And those who are oblivious to these things can find themselves in tough situations that are hard to survive and get out of unscathed. And the reality of personal protection isn't necessarily your hard skills, your judy chop, your karate chop. The reality of personal protection has so much more to do with your ability to think and perceive the moment and understand the tactics that'll keep you ahead of the game, AKA how to live a safer pattern of life, AKA the soft skills. So I make this video with much love and respect to the girl who went through this thing. I'd love to have her on the podcast to talk about it sometime. Um, but here are some considerations uh, for others doing life today, tonight, tomorrow, that hopefully will make you guys all much harder targets. Byron Rogers, protected by nature and by trade. I'll see you guys on the next Tactical Protection Review. Out. Elderly gentleman at an ATM machine. Oh, he gets jumped. 
three on one. It's going down. The homies are trying to get his money. He's struggling. He's struggling. He's struggling. They can't quite control him. There's a such thing as old man strength. And 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 he squiggles free and bam, 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 bam. He's bringing the heat. He's got his dukes up. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. I love this part. Ah! Ah! Yeah, man, I love it. I love it. He brings the heat. He roars. It works on bears. It works on humans. Um, and he starts checking himself. Boom! Byron Rogers, Tactical Protection Review. Learn protection strategies from a protection professional. What can we learn from this ATM attack? We've been going over ATM attacks lately, and we have been taking a look at a few things. And you know what I really like about this video is this guy does essentially a lot of things that I mentioned. And that actually says quite a bit about his mentality and why he may have had what it took to uh, get through this situation. First thing, I'm so if we see him roll up here in slow motion, right? He actually is blading himself a little bit so he can look around. He is actually, if we freeze frame it right before the first guy gets a hold of him, you can see he is actually looking around. He's looking up right before he gets hit and he just gets ambushed man like these guys come running across sprinting across the street you can see him sprinting across the street like it was just a good ambush like it just sometimes a good ambush is a good ambush man and you have to go to choke points and that's where you might get hit and sometimes you get hit so he, he just legitimately got ambushed he was kind of doing everything right it looks like he was looking up it looks like he's looking around he's paying attention dudes run up grab him first he grabs him by the neck now they start struggling but a guy that has the mindset to be doing those things right is a guy who's a possibly probably a combatant which is beautiful he's not just a sheep and so now they start struggling with him right uh he just simply by sheer strength and tenacity and will and never give up uh message physical fitness is a tool that protectors should have you need to be physically fit as long as you can in order to be able to protect yourself and your family you need to be trying to be the type of human that can outperform another human physically as much as can as you can with what you've been given i don't care if you're male female whatever you need to be trying to be the best you can be message right so he's struggling with these three these three dudes the second he gets free he's throwing hands this is the next message violence of action violence of action if you're in a kinetic combative situation that's dynamic you want to establish that base of fire you want to uh, uh, overwhelm the enemy with violence. He is just more determined. More. Look at the way he erupts into throwing hands. He's more determined. He's more aggressive. He's roaring. He's screaming. He is more violent than these guys. And being able to achieve a higher level of violence in one of these circumstances will give you a tactical advantage. Attack the attacker. Attack, uh, in the Marine Corps, we talk about how when you get ambushed, if you try to run or if you try to squirt out in the direction you think is safe, more than likely you'll fall even deeper into the ambush and um, you will die. The only way out is to attack the attacker. And you can see this older gentleman attacks the attacker. He even in fighting, you see he actually channelizes them, throws them to where they're bumping into each other. But now they have to come at him from one place, like I was telling you in the other video, and he can now deal with them with his own Thermopylae, his own hot gates, like the Spartans did to the Persians, which is exactly what you wanna do if you're fighting multiple aggressors. I love this video. Be like this old guy. 
whip it on. Old man strength is it. I'd love to know his like life story a little bit. If anyone knows this guy, man, I'd love to have him on my podcast. Um, but great video, great work, and they probably won't jump him again. If you love these videos, join us on protectornation.com. We can't share all these videos because of the violence factor and multiple platforms, but protectornation.com is the social media platform for protectors. So join us there. More to come. Share this. Let's make the world a safer place by helping good people to become more willing, capable, prepared, and yes, dangerous. Looking for a baseline in your environment. See that guy right there? We're at a gas station. I'm pumping my gas with my back up against my vehicle, right? See that? No one can get behind me. If they want to come, they got to come from this side. They got to come from that side. I'm also doing a oil change. That protects me from what's behind me. I'm looking for a baseline. If my man was waiting for the bus, why is he facing inward towards the gas station? He's probably just trying to go to work. He's probably not a bad person. But these are the types of things you got to pay attention to, right? Uh, if I'm facing this way while I pump my gas, right? Facing this way, I am bumping the reflection off of my vehicle to see who and what is behind me so no one can sneak up on me while I sit here this direction and pump my gas. Little thing to keep us safe, just a quick infield tactical protection review um, on how to navigate gas stations and transitional spaces uh, using context, where am I going? What risk level should I be paying attention to, right? Context, gas station, a lot of bad things happen at gas stations. You're in a transitional space, 80% of attacks happen in transitional spaces, right? Uh, so context, tactical positioning, where am I in the world versus where are other human beings who are still facing me right now in the world, right? Um, do I have a position of, of advantage? Do I have a position that gives me visual mastery over my environment? No matter how physically potent or strong or quick I am, if I have visual mastery over my environment, uh, once they kick off something or I see something coming, I get a chance to move, right? My move. Um, rolling risk assessment, looking for anomalies in the environment, right? Who doesn't have an alibi and is not doing what is acceptable in this environment? Who's not pumping gas and going in the gas station like it's a normal day? Who's just standing around and surveilling or facing? I come back to my buddy over here who is waiting for the bus but is facing the gas station, you know, and has his face covered and all that stuff, right? Who's watching me as I'm watching him? You want him to know he's watching you though. So, know that you're watching him though, right? Um, and then finally have a plan. If he comes over here, I know where my force multipliers are. I know what the terrain around me is. I know that depending on how many of them are, there are, I might want to get distance between them. I want, may want to close distance. And as I go into this gas station to get some oil for my vehicle, I need to be cognizant that they might try to hit my vehicle while I'm not with my vehicle, you know? And make sure, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not that if you see someone who's an anomaly that's um, standing out above or outside of the baseline of what's socially acceptable, like my man over here at the bus station, at the bus stop, they're not a bad person, okay? Like, my man, you can still see him in the red hat right there. He's not a bad person. He's probably a harder working person than me, probably gonna work harder than me today, probably has an amazing story about whatever, you know, getting out here, trying to make it, probably a good dude, you know what I'm saying? But what you need to be focused on in your life in order to live a safe pattern of life is getting home to your family. So it's not like you think they're bad. It's just that you're like, okay, cool. I'm just going to make sure 
that this individual doesn't get the drop on me and on my position, you know? Um, because my priority is getting home to my family, right? So that is what you want to be cognizant of. It's not like you're judging someone or you want to harbor any feelings of uh, negativity towards them. If they need your help, I'll go down there right now and help him out, you know what I mean? But I am paying attention to my surroundings to make sure that I do make it home to my family today and I am still around for all my employees and loved ones. And that's the aim, that's the game. This is a 100% non-emotional game. This is 100% uh, how to get a strategic and logical advantage in your everyday life to live a safer pattern of life. So, all those things, we're having fun. This is what it is to be a real protector. And 90% of personal protection has to do with these soft skills I just talked to you about. Um, hey, hit the link in my bio, go to protectornation.com, learn these protection strategies from the comfort of your own home. I love you guys. Boom, yo, what up? I hope you guys really enjoyed that episode. Hey, listen, in order to get more out of the brand, I want to encourage you to go join us on our social media platforms and join us at protectornation.com. We post different types of content on our different platforms at different times. Uh, you'll get blog posts, you'll get videos, you'll get real world combat engagements and things like that. So stay plugged in in order to get the most out of the brand. In order to support us, also go to protectornation.com and buy something or join forces with me on Patreon. You'll scroll down the homepage and you'll see the link. Uh, anything you can give counts, you know, think about whatever you would lose in your cushions or like spend on McDonald's this month, five bucks a month, whatever it is. Uh, that helps, that helps us make the world a better place by making good people dangerous. Anyways, this is Byron Rogers, protector by nature and by trade. And I'll see you on the next piece of content, whether it's a video or podcast out.